No, it's not live. Oh, right. It's a podcast. It's a po- well, some podcasts are live. You don't look like you've aged much, which is good. Thanks. <laughs> How are you? I was I'm good. How are you? How old are you? 25. 25. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write that down. 25. Yeah, I'm going to write that down so you remember that. Apparently, according to the Ericsson's model or some sort of model from yes. the 70s, I am about to enter adulthood. Yeah, your but brain right is I'm done in, this year. Yeah, but right now I'm still in early adulthood. All right, let's go through all your tattoos. <laughs> okay. Let's start with your left That's forearm. so boring. No, it's not. Is that Twin Peaks inspired? No. And the listeners can't even see. What if well, I'm like, it looks like the this twin one's a Nazi. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a Chev tattoo. Was a Chev tattoo. Yeah, that I got with my college roommate because we had Chevron wallpaper we got from Target and we called the apartment the Chev. That's nice. Yeah, and then we graduated and we got these matching tattoos. And then on your back is a Keith Haring tattoo. Now she has a girlfriend who's 23 years old. And your, your college roommate does. Yeah, and she's 26. Okay, that's not that crazy. It's crazy. I just saw their apartment. They moved in together. They've been dating for a few months. Lesbians. But- it really is. It's like the stereotype is so true. So you didn't know about stereotypes until <laughs> no, this I, one specific relationship. No, I knew about the stereotypes, but I'm just always floored that like, yeah, stereotypes are largely true. They're just like dangerous if you just go by them. Like yes. obviously they're a more nuanced couple, Correct. but they do ring true to all the lesbian stereotypes. <laughs> 100% of them? All of them? Just, I guess, you know, I'm unfamiliar with some of them, but yeah. You have a Keith Haring tattoo on your back. Yes. This is the interesting part. Did you just do that, by the way? Okay, mine. cool. Uh, we were I just. I knew something came out of my nose. No, it's cool. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't me. <laughs> we were just listening to Naked Reagan, which is a fantastic punk band out of Chicago. Oh, really? Yeah, they're. Uh, I was in Chicago for a month recently. Why were you in Chicago for a month? Well, what would oh, you like? You're reaching for things. No, I have a napkin in here to wipe my mic. Uh, for the listener at home, she's wearing a fanny pack because she's a professional wrestler <laughs> from the '80s or early '90s. Do you know why they wore fanny packs? To hold their aspirin for when they get hurt. That's one actually not the worst idea. It's because they have they were too big for pockets. Really? Yeah. So like the Rock couldn't really use his pockets because they were full of meat from him. Like his muscles. He, he's so big you can't really use pockets. <laughs> they were full of his inner meat. Okay, I've never heard someone refer to muscles as meat. Well, we're different people. <laughs> Those are my Is that stereotypes. something you heard? Yeah, that's your stereotype. <laughs> okay, so you find it odd that the 26-year-old is with the 23-year-old. I guess not odd, but it is, you know, that she's young. She, like, just graduated. Okay, you're young. Yeah, I'm young, but I'm wise beyond my freaking years. So I think I knew you when you were, like, 21. Yeah. That's 21, crazy 22. to me. Yeah, yeah. I root for you kids. Oh, that's so nice of you. <laughs> And now you say that, and now it actually makes sense that you say that because you have a kid That's that you true. can say that to. That's true. Before you were just running around saying it to 21 <laughs> with a hey sincere guys, look in your eyes. Hey, guys, I root for you. <laughs> I'm a decade older than you. No, I find it more off-putting when it's like... a. 36 to a 23 for no, obvious No, for reasons. sure, for sure, for sure. I mean, that's like The Bachelor. Is that The ba- I don't watch The Bachelor. I just started... Do you watch The Bachelor, Carrie? Catchler. Yeah. I, are you watching this season? Okay, <laughs> not a fan. I just started watching it this season, and it is like the final three, and they get a a, a key to a fantasy suite where okay. they have the option to have sex. And I don't know how old the bachelor is, but all of the the women that he picked out and said, "You're, I'm carrying you through to the final," are like 23 and 24. And you're like, oh, so you just get a key to like fuck these 23. So and do you feel like you've aged out of the prime bachelor years, and you feel a little jealous? 
Like you're mm. lacking something? No, I think I could really swing hard on The Bachelor. Could you? Would oh, you yeah. enjoy I your time on The Bachelor <laughs> slash Bachelorette? Would you like to be The Bachelorette? No, I think that would be too much pressure. That's too much pressure. Yeah, but I would like the competition aspect of it. Sure. And um, I would like to really believe that I could find love in that capacity. I think my whole life would be easier. Do you want to talk about your current love? No. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> on your back, Keith Haring tattoo. Um, yes. Your whole family has Keith Haring mm-hmm. tattoos? Are you a member of Keith Haring's family? <laughs> Not even close. I don't know. I, I think my, my parents just liked, I think one of their first dates, they went on like a Keith Haring to like a Keith Haring exhibit. I'm going to go dark. Has anyone in your family passed away due to complications from HIV AIDS? No. Good. But don't you think that's a bit co-opty that none of my, no one in my family has done that? And no. We all have a Keith Haring it's, it does seem like, yeah, our little bro- my little brother right. died. Like that's, my little brother of the 80s. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay. Um, no, no one's ever... No one's ever died. But so Has anyone asked that question before? No. But I'm sure people are thinking it. I don't think they are. I think <laughs> I'm the only one. That's not good. Why did my brain go there instantly? I'm sure people are walking around thinking I have this trauma. Hello. Hey, it's that guy. <laughs> so for the first like four hours of the show, it's going to be like me and the person on stage for that time, and then okay. like the next people on stage. That's sick. And then it around, feels like a little community. It is a little community. <laughs> and then around like two people will actually start showing up. And then by the and then last time we did this, you were already living in Brooklyn. Successful person. Last time we did this, we peaked between like three and seven. And then like the last three hours were like a goddamn nightmare for me. Really? Why? Because um, I booked too much talking. Yeah. And um, I was also still trying to talk. And I didn't have any bands. And so this time I booked two of Kevin Tit's punk bands. Oh, no way. So Kevin Titt's punk bands play at 6 o'clock and 7 o'clock, and then his other punk band plays at 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock. That's awesome. And then I have a house band from 2 to 6. That's why there's a keyboard. And then I have a different house band from 6 to 10. So if any point I just like lose it, I'm like, just play a goddamn song. I just can't believe you could even think that you could talk for that long. I've done this. This is the fourth one. <laughs> I know, but you know, you're aging. I love you. <laughs> you're a mean person. You say mean things. <laughs> How's Brooklyn? Do you sleep there? I'm a dick. I'm sorry. That's not <laughs> funny for anyone. You dressed like Minnie Mouse today, and Do I think I that's delightful. <laughs> I, it was an accident, and then I did look in the mirror, and I was I got those vibes, and I was hoping I'd be the only one. You were in black shoes, yeah. socks with fr- is it fr- not fringes? I like frills. Frills. They're pervert socks. Like they're Minnie Mouse socks. Yeah, I look like Minnie Mouse. Jeans, whatever. The top is like straight out of the Minnie Mouse playbook, which we all know and love. Yeah. Uh, you have hair, uh, and it happens to be in two pigtails, a la Minnie Mouse. And you're dating a, m- a mouse <laughs> who wears white gloves yeah, and lederhosen. And he's an incredible boatsman, <laughs> from what I remember. <laughs> good good pull there. <laughs> Thank you. The from first one of the Minnie, original... Mickey Mouse cartoons. Yeah. Uh, how long have you guys been dating? Um, who? Me and Mickey? Yeah. <laughs> Me and Mickey. Oh God! I kind of black out for the whole. I just kind of black out for the whole. Relationship. When did you move to Brooklyn? I moved there like three and a half years ago. I like that when you said you live in Brooklyn, successful. Just you know, just because I live there. Yeah, that's all. The fact that you're still <laughs> yeah. there after this amount of time. Here's why I think you're going to be successful. <laughs> Thank you. I'm friends with people that lived in Brooklyn who, at the time, were not very successful, and then they became very successful now. And they both do what you're doing, which I'm assuming is babysitting slash nannying. Yeah. Based on your social media accounts. I didn't know if those are fibs. 
No. Okay, those are those are sincere tweets and yeah, Facebooks. Those are sincere, and, yeah. Not Facebook, sorry. <laughs> I'm old. Uh, Instagrams. So like yeah. you're you're babysitting, you're nannying, mm -hmm. you're doing your own show, you're running around with a microphone on, you got a cardigan on, there's another guy with a matching cardigan, <laughs> you're living that life, going to different bodegas to see if I can buy the cigarettes now. Yeah, 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 the Lucy's, the <laughs> bodega culture. <laughs> uh, but you're not here. You didn't come back. Yeah. That's why I think you're doing well. You think so? Yeah. I guess, you know. It's not about how good you are. <laughs> it's just that I'm so It's about, could you live through this pain? Yeah. Are you living through the pain? Um, yeah, I think like emotionally, uh, uh, I'm living through the pain, but I also think that there's like a deep romanticization. I don't know if I said that fully correctly. Romanticization. Yeah. Of this time in your life being really broke and working really hard and there being like a fundamental joy in that. And it's not joyful to not no. have... Uh, like any sort of secure income. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I think I'm getting through it and I am enjoying aspects of it, but I don't want to say that I'm incredibly happy or well off because I don't want to propagate it. If any you further. <laughs> were actually that level at this age, how, how do you live past 40? I, I you, if you peak yeah. now. Yeah. And I know this sounds dark, but like, what, is, what else is there? Like, you're struggling in a, I think, in a good way. You're struggling, in theory, right. doing what you want to do. Yeah, totally. Do you still want to try to be a funny person? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. That's great. So you haven't been sullied by that. Yes. Are you doing, like, a bunch of weirdo shows? And I'm assuming your own show is, like, a fun weirdo show. Yeah, yeah. We did it at Black Cat um, on Thursday night. Did it sell out? Yeah. Congratulations. But it, was, it was the small room. But Don't yeah, do that. It, Don't it do that. Really it sold out. Good for you. Thank That's you. awesome. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, and it was nice to, like have like the North Country played on it. Well, just Andrew Grossman, because mm -hmm. it was the smaller mm -hmm. stage. So we just had the capacity for that. And, you know, DC comedians were on it. And Andrew Bucket played like a freaky character on Bucket it. Bucket will be me. here later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because there's only so many people here. Yeah. Are you glad you got out? Mm, I don't know if I think about it as like getting out, but I do think it was good for me to move... Well, actually, I go a bit back and forth because I do think maybe if I had committed myself to doing weirder stuff here, uh, that would have been a really cool opportunity to really develop. Well, our next guest at the, in the noon hour, he did that. Yeah, He's Perth, doing yeah. that. Perth, Ian, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> he goes by multiple names. I get it. Yeah. But I feel like there's a ceiling for him here, and there's not as big of a crowd where you could actually do that in New York a lot easier. And there's a more supportive group cast of characters just because there's more yeah. people. Yeah, I guess also though, you know, I, I moved and I felt really inspired and motivated, but also very, as though I am still figuring out what it is I want to do. And I feel as though I kind of depended on looking at all these people to motivate me, like almost... Uh, in D.C. or in New York? In New York, Got like it. in Brooklyn, like looking around being like, oh my God, that's so cool. Whereas here, I could, if I had had like more self-motivation, I could have maybe created something like that here. But instead I moved somewhere where I'm so surrounded by it that it that, that energy just kind of propels me forward. So that's good. If the energy is what propels you forward and there's none of that here, yeah. you would have never gotten here. So it was like a non-starter. I guess, but I think... Who was doing something here that you wish you were doing? 
Well, I mean, Perth is Besides a great example. Perth. Yeah, Perth. Um, I don't know. I mean, church night for a while. Church, church night, night kind of which created. also left. Yes, but they were here That's and true. they created their thing. That's true. Um, and so many examples. I, do you <laughs> see what I mean, though? Yeah. It's for the best. Yeah. How yeah, much yeah, you pay yeah. a month in rent? I pay one thousand ninety-six. One thousand. Uh, $96, but that's when I choose to pay. How many roommates do you have? I have one roommate. One room. That's not bad. No, I have an incredible living situation. Do you share a bedroom? No, but I did nice. when I first moved there. Who would you share the bedroom with? I shared the bedroom with my friend Kevin, who actually, you guys have very similar energy. He and I were in the, <laughs> he and I were in, uh, the GW comedy group together, and we moved to New York, and we shared a bedroom in Brooklyn. You and Kevin. Mm -hmm. Is Kevin still performing in New York? Uh, yes, I believe so. But you're not tight with Kevin. As, I'm not, we're not super tight. Got we it. still have deep fondness for one another. That's but lovely. We don't, yeah. Are you glad that you... He lives in Chelsea, a world away. <laughs> it kind of is, isn't it? Yeah, really. I mean, you take those trains, <laughs> those numbers, and those letters. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> How'd you get here? I took the bus. Which bus did you take? Let's the go through all bus. the bus. Mega bus. And How I much took was the mega ticket? bus. My ticket was $20, and I only Ooh. had $3 in cash Ooh. before I was paid out by Black Cat. Fuck so yes. I brought my own groceries with me to my friend's house that I'm staying at. Nice. Where are you staying? In Washington, <laughs> Oh, right down the street. Down the street. Oh, yeah. this is great. Yeah, it was incredible. Let's talk about more transportation options. What's yes. your preferred <laughs> mode of transportation in Washington, D.C.? Have you tried a scooter yet? Okay, I have tried a scooter, but has this city heard of Revel? Yeah, Revel started here about two, three months ago. Okay, never mind. Are we using it? They're though? using them, yes. That, it's our, the, our last guest was on a Revel this morning. You're kidding. I am not kidding. I, I would never lie about... I love Reveling. I would never... You look <laughs> me in the goddamn <laughs> eye. I would never lie about Reveling. Yeah, Revel is a remarkable... It's so cheap, like four... I can't believe it's legal. Every time I'm on It shouldn't be. I know, I can't believe it's legal. That's what everyone says here. <laughs> yeah. That's what the streets are saying. That's what the streets are singing. Do you, are, do you suffer from depression in any way? Yeah. Yeah, you seem like it in a good way. <laughs> Thank you. I think that's my problem. I'm my favorite record is in Utero by Nirvana. That's it doesn't matter. That's not the point. But everyone I can't knows. You say that so confidently on your own podcast. Fuck you. But but <laughs> but everyone's favorite is is uh, Nevermind. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I always pick second place, and so I'm grab and I I really like you, which mm -hmm. makes me think like. Oh shit, that's not good for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there's always going to be one level up and it's probably because you suffer from depression yeah. and I like that about you. <laughs> Thank that's you. is that you know what I mean? That's a weird yeah. thing to say and I'm sorry. Do you know who Tim Kaine is? He was almost vice president. He's the current senator yeah. of the great state of Virginia. His favorite band is The Replacements. Yeah. Th therefore, you're never going to win if your favorite band is The Replacements. Right. I feel like that's the whitest sentence I've ever said on this show. <laughs> and I'm proud of myself, and I will not back down. These women have been taking too many replacements references from us. Um, so thank you for being quiet during my replacements, Tyree. Yeah, no, there's one thing I know about women. <laughs> is that we're quiet when we hear about the replacements. So what, what's your uh, <laughs> uh, scale of depression, 1 to 10? Where are you on that? Um, well, I just... I actually just got off my medication recently and stopped going to therapy because um, my I was lucky enough that my parents were paying for it for a while, but that's not uh, really an option because anymore. Because you're 25 now? Mm -hmm. But why is it not an option anymore? They just stopped paying for it because they're like, you're done. No, they didn't stop paying for it, but um, uh, they, they would like me to move back home, which is L.A., and part of our negotiation is that I can stay in Brooklyn if 
you know, I can be completely financially independent. Sure. And so the therapy that they were paying for got it. it I knew there was an expiration date got to it. that. How um, long did you see this one specific therapist? Probably like a year and a half. That's a good amount. Uh, once a yeah. week or twice a week? Once or, a sorry, week. not twice a week, twice a month. Once, once a, a week. week. So you saw this person for roughly like 75 sessions. Yeah. Did you have any breakthroughs? Mm, no. I understand. Yeah. But was it good? Was it sort of like self-care maintenance? Yeah, I think it's like different because now I, I would say I don't know where my depression falls necessarily, but I do have like intense crying fits that I can kind of trace because the things are so good. You're crying tears uh, yeah, of joy. Just, I'm just ecstatic and you know kind so of overflowing. Do you know what brings on the the crying? Yeah, they usually they can like range in you know external factors like uh, or by external I mean like more physical. Sure. You know like being really tired or hungry and then you're just uh, tripped up by one thing. Mm -hmm. They they also can be agitated by like smaller things. I think it just depends on like where I'm at that day. Sure. But I would say like day to day things are pretty good depression wise, but I certainly have like episodes that I'm still working on managing. Is depression the main thing you saw the therapist for? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking nailed it. I mean like yeah. come on. Like what? Is this my my come therapist? On. My depression therapist? Did you ever was it a man or a woman? It was I'm a woman. Assuming. I don't think I would ever go see a man. I don't think I would either. Yeah. I have a specific type of person that I need to see. What's your therapist like? My therapist is perfect mm -hmm. for me. Um, she's 40 and she has two or three kids and a husband. And I always wanted to see somebody that was a few steps ahead of me in life. Yeah. But not too far. You know what I mean? So yeah. like really you get a 10 year window on that. Right. And then I never, for some reason, I didn't have a dad, right? So like I, uh, very against men my whole life. So yeah. I can't talk to them. That eliminates <laughs> it. And, uh, I had to be someone that was cool with me saying things like all the guns should be melted. Right. And like, don't ever talk to me about God. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, very small window and also takes my insurance. So yeah, very small, even small yeah. window. This therapist that I had, um, when I was talking to her about my, my money issues did suggest that based on my personality, she thinks I could really make a lot of money going into sex work. And what I kind of sex work? Um, like voice, foot, uh, whole I think body. All, I think she was thinking all of it. Okay. I can't tell if you're doing a bit right now. No, okay, no, cool. not a bit. Um, I appreciated because I do think sex work is like very valuable and good for some people. Sure. Um, I don't think it's where I wanted my life to go. Obviously. And also, I would have loved feedback of like, you should go to these like financial classes about how better to save money instead of her immediate reaction was, I think sex work. Would do be you want to pay you. for a class or get paid to watch this guy jack off? <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's I where guess the money that's is, like baby. Big, yeah. That's Susie Ordman's class. I don't know if you've ever actually read any of her books. It just says, watch guys jack off, get that money, <laughs> invest that money into watching more guys jack off. Yeah. That's depressing. I'm sorry that your therapist suggested. Was she was she fibbing? I don't. Um, no, I don't think she was fibbing. I think she was really looking for like a good uh, avenue for me. I didn't find it deeply depressing, but I, I, I think I was struck by the thought of is that my only option? Yeah. Which were, were I you 25, 24, 23 when you heard this? Clearly, yeah. you're one of them. Yeah. But that's not a good thing to hear ever. Yeah. But especially when you're like asking for help. You, right. And I just think there are other, like the local library in Brooklyn, for example, offers finance classes. I'm like, uh, I do you really worry that. about finances? Yeah, I think it's probably, yeah. 
why, what's specific about it makes you worry? I'm just so negligent with money. How so? Do you, um, have, okay, you have a job, right? Mm-hmm. You, is it a, is it a set schedule? No. That makes it more difficult. Yeah. So month to month, you're not exactly sure how much you're taking home. Yeah, kind of paying rent whenever works for me. Oh, you wow. Know? Yeah, so we we have a really what tight relationship with the doing? landlord. <laughs> oh, man. A really tight relationship with the landlord. I don't know if you're alluding to something else. Oh, oh no, no, not um, nothing sexual. Just yes, I know, but there could be other things. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're in constant communication of kind of um, an update of what's going on. And, oh, you know, man. I try to ask them what's going on with them too, but they're more <laughs> curious and just figuring out when they're going to get paid, certainly. The way you frame that is beautiful. <laughs> uh, what do you want to happen over the next year? Uh, Are you going to move to LA? I think yes. Okay. Yes. Why? Um, I would like to get I would like to get into a writer's room, and I would also like to pitch at the show that I've been doing. And that live. seems to be slightly yes. easier to do in LA. I don't. I, I have think no idea. So. Yeah, I'm here. What the fuck do I know? Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but I think I'd like to try it. At least. It's good so, to try. Yeah, it's always good to kind of put, throw my hat in the field. When do you turn 26? Uh, April. To oh wow, month. you have a month. Yeah. Well, you date a twenty-three-year-old once you turn twenty-six, or is that just that age is too big? I just uh, to be babysitting when I'm off the <laughs> off the job. <laughs> Do you like babysitting? Yeah, I actually like it a lot more than I thought I would. But I babysit like two. One kid I babysit it lives on the um kind of like Upper East Side, and she has a single mom. But her mom's been like dating this guy for a while, but the guy doesn't live with them. And it, it's kind of an interesting. I went to. They hired me to go to Fire Island with them. So I, I've I've been like very privy to their dynamic. Yes. Um, I want to know all about it, but I don't want to get you in trouble. No, I, I doubt she would ever find this. Um, so okay, how old are they? Well, one of the kids I babysit is nine and one's eight. And the eight-year-old lives like down the street from me in Bedsty, Brooklyn. Her mom's a famous New Yorker writer. I won't say what her mom's name is, and her dad's. Uh, like a famous sculptor. And so she is like, also really, she asked me if she could show me her favorite music video the other day and it was Life on Mars by David Bowie. And we just sat there watching it and she's like, have you seen this? And I'm like, yeah. How old is she? Eight. No, the daughter, the daughter wanted to show you the music yes. video. I see. She I thought the famous New Yorker favorite. writer. No, no. <laughs> How old is the famous New Yorker writer? She's, I mean, she's an eight-year-old kid. She's like, yes, but that could be anywhere from like eighteen, not eighteen, twenty-six to fifty-six. I would guess early forties. She looks good. Okay, and how old is the one that's dating the guy that goes to Fire Island? That I don't know. You have no idea how old your employer is. No. Could she be your age? I have no gauge on it. No, no, absolutely not. How old is the dude she's dating? You were at Fire Island with him. He is on the older side. He's older than her. They could be the same age, but the way. He How do you know you aren't currently eating a 23-year-old based on your <laughs> <laughs> interpretations of age? I told you, number's bad. I can't I have no grasp on it. Okay, me. so how did you find these uh, folks? Uh, usually through, like, friends. Okay. Like, a lot of people babysit, so just, like, hooked up with these Is it fair to friends. call them a babysitter's club? <laughs> yeah. So how did you... Yeah. Did you interview... I'm assuming you interviewed with these people, and there were, like, were there rounds of interviews, or were they like, are you available? Just take this kid. It's driving me yeah. crazy. Are you Which available? Like, Got it. Come take the kid. Do you, and you, this is the first time you're babysitting professionally. Mm-hmm. How I many mean, months have you been doing this? Or years? I've been doing it for like a while. I've been doing it for like a year. Like a year and a half. 
probably. Do you feel like you live at either of these places? No. Okay. No, but I... Uh, well, when I was in college, I read this... Um, I read about the invisible labor of of domestic workers, specifically yeah. babysitters, and how there's just, like, all this, like, emotional labor they take on. But that really was in regards to women who were coming from different countries and yeah. behind their families. But I nonetheless have, like, taken that on as my own strife. And I'm whenever people ask me about it, I'm like, it's so much emotional labor. But you have you don't really care about these kids, though, honestly. Mm, I actually do. I'm sure. I do a That's little great. bit. But, but it's you not emotional labor. It's fine. No. Yeah. It's fine. Do you go to a lot of parks? Yes, we go to a lot of parks. I bring them to my house. They like to see my house. And that seems cat. inappropriate. No. For you. No, the like, moms think it's cool. Yeah, exactly, because they're not at their house. Yeah. They screw up your house. Yeah, we hang out. Are they both, the eight and the nine-year-old, are they both girls? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Do know. they have any hot goss? No. Do they ask you about comedy? They don't ask me about comedy, but the nine-year-old on the Upper East Side is really, like, pretty much the first time I babysat her, she asked me about sex and, like, my sex What did she ask you about? Would you date a 23-year-old? What did she ask? (laughs) She said, um, do people have sex with you? Which I thought was an interesting framing That's of the question. Th- let's follow that up. Do yeah. people have sex with you? <laughs> yeah. But I told her that I like to think of it as like that we both, that everyone you is both having have sex, sex with one of That's nice. each other. You know? Um, so her, she's her, very interested Her question in was more open-ended. So it's like if you have that roommate, Kevin, and he's in the other room, and he's having sex while you're in the room, he's yeah. having sex with you, I guess. Yeah, I guess he's, you know, kind of pulled into that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about Kevin. Like... The fact that you guys aren't in contact really bums me out. <laughs> No, I think he's uh, doing very well. I really want to know about like dating in New York and the apps and stuff, but mm-hmm. I feel like there's no way for me to do this without being a creep. Why do you think that? Because you have a kid now? No, it has nothing to do with a kid. It's just because mm-hmm. it's like the one thing I've never done that's incredibly. It's shaping. Oh, shaping. It's shaping culture, for better or worse. Um. How so? How so do you think that dating apps are shaping culture more than TikTok? Fine, TikTok, any of that. I'm right. not on TikTok either. Yeah, I'm not. Same either. thing. But I, I guess. And I'm like barely on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter anymore as well. Mm-hmm. Like I'm kind of slowly going away from it and I feel better. Yeah, In every absolutely. way. Um, and the only time I ever go on it is to like do stuff for work or this. Right. So what I'm wondering is, also because I've never been single in my like, life I feel like in a not bad way I'm not complaining (laughs) this isn't like sign me up and swipe on this shit fuck no if anything it's a brag and I apologize to you (laughs) but I want to know like if you're traveling you're in DC right now Mm -hmm. you don't live here if you're single you're using that shit that's weird to me oh the apps yes um but also in New York I feel like it's like the one city in the world maybe LA where it's like you could do this every single night and not run into the same people at all. Yeah, I do think there's something like very... Uh, I was seeing this guy on an, that I met from an app for a while and um, we ended on very amicable sure. terms, but we never met each other's friends. Yeah. We like dated kind of in... And I will say part of that was because I, I am in an open, long-distance relationship, so there are certain... So your person isn't even in New York. Yeah, my person's not in New York. Where's your person? Uh, we met in Chicago, but now he's in L.A. What were you doing in Chicago? You were in Chicago for a month. Yeah. Why were yeah, you in yeah. Chicago? My comedy partner and I went, and we were doing um, the I.O. intensive. Yeah, you and were. And I was working at a brunch spot while I was there. Which brunch spot? Jam. 
I know Jim. That's where I met my person. He's a comic too, but Is a bunch he of comedians work there. An improviser or a, or a stand-up? He's a uh, he's a sketch stand-up person. I wonder if I know him. He's a. Is he twenty six? He's twenty six. Yes. I he's, probably don't know him then. He's in the he's in the group Hell Trap Nightmare. Okay. Um, so that explains why there's Hell Trap Nightmare poster in your feed. For, yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, also I love and respect them as a group. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, but uh, yeah, so there was like a time when I was like dating. Uh, where were you staying some, in Chicago? I was staying at, me and my friend were sharing a bed at some random, like friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend uh-huh. in a very random part of Chicago. Okay. But because of that, I was trying to date as many people as I could in Chicago so I could go to a room and not share a bed with my friend for I one night. I fucking love that. Yeah, and then, so I was I was going to a lot of houses in Chicago. Not really doing a whole lot, but really sleeping at a what lot. What does that mean, houses. not really doing a whole lot? Not always, you know, kind of uh, having sex of the sort, but just kind of making out and falling asleep in someone's house. So you, you would make out people that you <laughs> didn't even like just so you could sleep in a different bed. I like them to a certain degree, but I certainly was I, uh, ex- feeling let's no say they desire. didn't have a bed. Would you be making out with them? No. Okay, that's all. <laughs> because then I just go home to the bed I was sharing with my that's, friend. That's what I mean. Like I don't envy you in any way, mm-hmm. but as someone that goes to the same bed every night that sleeps like a, a reasonable amount that has a kid, I'm like, I see why people romanticize that. Right. Absolutely. But the reality of that is not that fun. And I think the the reality reality of it it is my back hurts. Yeah. And I'm like not wearing deodorant. But the difference is like the 26 to 37, at 26, your healing factor is so much greater than mine. Right. We're like, I stopped taking Megabus right around 30. I'm like, that's my back hurts too much. (laughs) This is, I'm just not going anymore. I don't care. Like, I'm not going a different route. I'm not paying more. I'm just like, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. What's the the point? Absolutely. All basements look alike. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't envy you in any way, and I like watching from afar. Thank you so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's uh, probably a tagline. <laughs> <laughs> We're, and you're staying down the street tonight? Yeah. Cool. Let's ask yeah. for the address. Oh, um, I can't remember. It's on Harvard Street. Oh, it's very close. Yeah. Can't remember it's very number. close. And your friend's going to be here later? Yes. What's her name? Liz. What friend? She's also on the show with you at 8 p.m.? Oh, Faria. Yes, Faria. Yeah. How do you know Faria? Faria and I met uh, in Brooklyn, like, doing comedy stuff. That's so cool. Yeah, and uh, she's really cool. She's very funny. <laughs> what a plug. Yeah. Uh, I wish you the best. Thank you. I hope that a different man and woman and child take you to Fire Island. Thank you so much. It really was a great experience. Uh, and People think- just walk around there. They say New York City is the walking city. Fire Island is. Controversial statement to end this episode. (laughs) Thank you for doing this. Thanks for having me, Brandon.